Blog Talk Radio.
You know, the Bible tells us to be still and know that he is God. And there's something about getting quiet. There's something about getting into a place. And maybe there's busyness around you. Maybe sometimes it's impossible to find a completely quiet place. But that's when we have to learn to still ourselves on the inside, learn to quiet ourselves inside, learn to mentally try to pull away from everything, focus on the Lord. The Bible says he who keeps his mind on me, I'll keep him in perfect peace. And as we begin to meditate on the Father, as we begin to look at Jesus, we begin to think about Jesus, we begin to Behold him in our hearts and in our minds. 
we begin to desire and welcome the Holy Spirit in our hearts and wait patiently for that presence of God to envelop us. There's something about sitting in his presence. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to do anything. I mean, sometimes you might want to, and that's normal, but when you're in his presence, just just being with him, just being in his presence, that, that's good enough. You don't need anything else. You don't need some amazing sermon or some amazing song or or any of that. You just need him. And so welcome him in your hearts tonight. As we're listening to the music, as we're singing, as we're worshiping and praising our God. Maybe you don't know the lyrics. Maybe you don't know the words. That's okay as long as you know him. It's okay if you don't know the words as long as you know his presence. And so open up. Just let them come in. Think about them. If you don't know how to do that, just just say with your mouth, Lord, just come into my life. Holy Spirit, fill me with your presence. Help me to have an awareness of your presence. Just begin to talk to him. Begin to ask him to help you to be aware of who he is because sometimes we can be in a place and God is trying to get our attention. God's moving and and doing things and we can be so far removed from it. But if we choose, if we desire, we can be right in the middle of it, enjoying him, experiencing him, his presence, his goodness. So we're going to go into worship. If you tuned in and you're wondering what you tuned into, this is Prayer International Radio. And we're not so much happy that you tuned into us as much as you're tuned into him. So allow the worship, allow his presence to redirect your focus and correct your focus and begin to put your thoughts and your affections on him. Watch the difference it makes in your life. Watch the difference he makes, his presence makes. Put him to the test and see if God, if his Holy Spirit, if Jesus, in his manifested presence, he will prove himself. Not that he has to, but he will because he gets to. And he loves you enough to show you. Let's pray. Father, we welcome your presence. Father, open up our hearts and let us be aware of who you are tonight. Lord, we just want to know Jesus. Lord, we just want to know your presence. Father, we just want to know your love. 
So, Father, for every person listening, every person that's engaged in worship tonight or, or singing the songs or just listening to the songs, Holy Spirit, let your presence touch them tonight. And touch us tonight. We need you, Lord. We give you all the praise and we give you all the honor. Father, we pray your kingdom come and your will be done. Not our plans, Father. Not our desires. It's your desires. Lord, change our hearts. Change our thoughts. Make them more like yours. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so... You know, atmosphere is everything. And music, the tone... The worship, the the song, the lyrics, it all sets the atmosphere. So just welcome God. Welcome his presence into your home tonight. Or today, wherever whatever time of day it is. I know there's people listening on the other side of the world too, so just allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you as you minister to him.
right, sorry about that technology these days. So we're in Luke chapter 23, and we were focusing on verse 32, so I'm going to just say this. Okay, here we go again. All right, so I did Luke 24, verse 32, not 23. Sorry about that. Got too excited there. And they said one to another, did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us, by the way, and while he opened us up to the scriptures? So we're talking about what burns in your heart. What does your heart burn for? What kind of passion do you have? Here these guys were walking down the road to Emmaus. Verse 13, Behold, two of them went that same day to the village called Emmaus, which was from Jerusalem, about three score furlongs. What does that mean? A few days' journey. And they talked together all of these things which had happened. They came to pass. That while they communed together, they reasoned, Jesus himself drew near, and he went with them. But their eyes were holding that they should not know him. In other words, their eyes were closed. They couldn't see properly. And he said to them, what manner of communications are these that you have one to another as you walk and are sad? Since why are you talking to each other? With such a sad discourse. What's going on? And of course he knew their hearts. And the one of them whose name was Cleopas. Answered him and said. Art thou only a stranger in Jerusalem? And hast not thou known the things. Which are come to pass. In these days. And he said to them what things. And they said to him. Concerning Jesus of Nazareth which was a prophet, mighty indeed, in word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and the rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and have crucified him. So they had no idea that was Jesus standing before them. Their eyes were closed. Here they were talking with him, sharing with him the things he just lived, just experienced. And they continue. They said, they condemned him to death. They crucified him, but we have trusted that it was he that should have redeemed Israel. And beside this, today this is the third day since these things were done. Certain women also of our company made us astonished, which were early at the sepulcher. And they found not his body. Came saying that he had been seen in a vision of angels. That he was alive. Certain of them which were with us went to the sepulchre and found it even so as the woman had said, but him they saw not. Then he said to them, O fools, slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them and all the scriptures the things concerning himself. And they drew near unto the village whither they went. 
and he made as though he would have gone further. But they constrained him, saying, Abide with us. For it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. And he went. He went into tarry with them, and it came to pass, as he sat at meat with them, he took bread and blessed it, and broke it and gave it. He gave it to them. And their eyes were opened, and they knew him. And he vanished out of their sight. And they said one to another, Did not our hearts burn within us while he talked with us by the way, and while he opened to us the scriptures? And they rose up the same hour, returning to Jerusalem, and found the eleven gathered together, and them that were with them, saying, The Lord is risen indeed. Stop there. How is it that we can walk with Jesus? We can experience Jesus. We can hear what he says. We can see the miracles. We can see the provision of God. And then our hearts get so cold that Jesus can be right in front of our faces and we don't recognize him. Did he not say what you do to the least of these? He's done it unto me. What am I saying? We need to begin to see the opportunities. We need to begin to see the people. We need to begin to go to the places and look for Jesus. Look for those opportunities where Jesus wants to manifest. Here these men had walked with Jesus for three years. Yet they didn't even recognize his voice. They didn't recognize his style of teaching. Why? Their their hearts were cold. They were despairing and they were despondent. They were backslidden, some of them. Brokenhearted. See, the enemy comes in. He tries to get us to draw back. The Bible says, he who puts his hand at the pile and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. Why do we fall back? Why do we slide back? Because we get our eyes off of Jesus. We stop becoming familiar with his voice. Where we get to the place where we don't recognize it anymore. See, Jesus said, look, I, I'm with you always, even to the end of the earth. I'm your comforter. I'm your guide. To us, lead us, guide us. But we've got to have a yielded heart. We've got to have an open heart. What did he tell us in Revelation? Behold, I stand at your heart's door and I knock and if you'll open it up, I'll come in and I'll sup with you. See, in the Jewish culture, everything was around food. They'd sit around the table and they'd share their hearts and they'd talk. Sometimes they'd spend hours. And that's how they got to know each other, was around the dinner table. And Jesus said, look, if you'll just open up, we can commune together. We can sup together. We can feast and dine together to know each other. 
So in order for your heart to burn for Christ, first it's got to be opened. See, God gives you a choice. You can keep it closed or you can open it up. Sometimes we we lock it up as we harden. We get hard-hearted. But you know... In Ezekiel, God says, I'll replace your hard, stony heart with the heart of flesh. Right in the same reference, he talks about the Spirit of God breathing upon dry bones. And see, God can take what's dry, what's brittle, what's hardened, what's lifeless, what's no good, useless in our lives. He can breathe on it. He can change it. He can make it beneficial. He can make it fruitful. He can make beauty out of ashes. He can make a stream out of a desert. He can make a river right in the middle of a valley. Same God that pulled a coin out of a fish's mouth and fed a multitude with a basket of fish. Just a few loaves and fish, just a basket. Not even a whole big basket, just a little boy's basket. Fed a multitude. See, God's big enough to take care of us. We don't need to close our heart up to God. The Bible says it's the kindness of God that leads to repentance. See, it was Jesus' love that brought these guys back. They they were running backsliding, running from God. Why? Their hearts were broken. Something happened in their life that wounded them. Something happened in their life that broke their trust. Something happened in their life that misdirected them, sent them down the wrong path. Something happened in their life that caused them to make those wrong choices. So what was the answer? Jesus got on their road. They stopped and allowed Jesus to talk to them. They they gave him the time of day. They allowed him. See, didn't he say if you open your... I'll knock, but you have to open the door and let me in. Sometimes you got to allow God to intersect your life when he's in the middle of it. It's called yield. It's called surrender. It's called submit. It's called bow. It's called you break your will and you surrender to his will. And it's a it's a surrender of love. Look, when you when you trust somebody, when you love somebody, when you know they've got your best interest in mind, when you know that they love you, and they're going to take care of you, then it's easy. It's easy to do to try to please them. It's easy to do to try to make them happy. See, when we know God loves us, listen to his words, then our hearts can begin to get on fire again. 
and begin to melt away all the coldness, melt away all the hardness. They that know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. Be still and know that I am God. God just wants us to get quiet. God just wants us to get quiet on the inside. Begin to look to him. Begin to listen for his voice. Begin to look for his presence in every situation and circumstance. Begin to look for those opportunities to reach out and serve and to love every chance we get. Did our hearts not burn within us when he talked to us, by the way, and opened to us the scriptures, and our eyes were opened? Look, some of you are in darkness, and you can't see straight. Even though you claim Jesus is your Lord, even though you claim you believe Christ, but you don't look for him. You're not seeking and searching for him on a regular basis. You, you get so caught up in the daily grind, you don't even know to look for his presence or his voice or his peace. And it's right there. He's right there for us to reach out. For all of us to reach out. You see, prayer, faith in God, trusting in God, believing in God, you have to reach. You have to humble yourself and reach. It takes a lot to trust and to believe and to rely upon God. But it will take a lot out of you if you don't. Because that's just it. If you don't rely on God, it'll life will take it out on you instead of God. If you don't have God stepping in the middle of your situation, then you got to just deal with it all yourself. And let me tell you, it'll wear you quick. It does. Life has a tendency to do that. Look at these guys. On the road to Emmaus, they were all busted up, broken up. They just watched their Savior and their friend get nailed to a cross and murdered. And their whole reason for living, as far as they were concerned, just got taken away from them. And they didn't have nothing anymore as far as they knew. Here comes Jesus. Just in the neck. He's always on time. He always knows when we need him, why we need him, how we need him, and what we need. So we worship God to correct our focus and to get ourselves in line with his will and his plan. Meditate on Christ because it brings us peace. And when we're in peace, we can hear God clearly. And when we can hear God clearly, then we can have 
the ability to make better choices and choose to obey what he tells us to do. And listen, those that are willing and obedient eat the good of the land. Those that are willing and obedient eat the good of the land. So whether you're a backslidden heart or a broken heart, allow Jesus to come in and open up the scriptures to you. Open up the word to you and set your heart on fire. Allow his presence to come in and let the joy of the Lord and presence be your strength. They that know their God shall be strong and do great exploits. Do you want to do great exploits? Do you want to have a life full of greatness, a life full of success, a life that's significant in this world? I know I do. And that's only going to come when I choose to follow God in obedience. Father, we just give you praise. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. Father, you're a good God. and We acknowledge that tonight. We acknowledge your greatness, your goodness. We just ask, Lord God, will you meet us on our road? Father, will you intersect on our road, whether it's a despairing road or a discouraging road, whether we're broken or brokenhearted? whether we're confused or abused. Lord, meet us where we're at tonight. Every person today, every man, every woman, every child, every person that's listening, meet them right where they're at. And be the God that answers by fire and put a burning passion, put a burning fire Lord, so deep in their hearts that it begins to burn up their circumstances. It begins to burn up their situations. And they begin to rejoice. They begin to experience your presence. Father, I pray tonight that you would open up everyone's capacity to receive the Spirit of God. Open up everybody to receive your presence. Open up everybody to receive the life of Christ and let their hearts burn. Strengthen them. Strengthen us tonight. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, listen, we're going to shift gears. We're going to go into some worship and just let the show fade out with some worship tonight. If you have any prayer requests or anything you need, email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. We want to make ourselves available to you and just let the Lord speak through us into your life. 
to encourage you and get you established in the faith. But keep going forward. There's nothing that's too difficult in your life that you and Jesus cannot handle. The majority of the reasons people don't handle it is they don't go to Jesus. And they don't look to Jesus to handle it for them. Excuse me. Look to Christ. Take this time to reflect. Take this time to soak in his presence. He loves you so much.
Tell him how good he is where you're at. Just lift it up. Thank you, God. We celebrate you tonight.
Said my end. 
Oh 